Blog Talk Radio. Strong tower 
like him. Good afternoon and God bless you to our listening audience. This is your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and you are listening to Global Gospel. And certainly we want you to know that we do not own the rights to any of the music that you hear on today, but we pray that it is a blessing to you, to you, and to you. Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel and let them know that we are on the air. We are grateful to God to share with you again. It is because of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed. His compassion fails not. Great is God's mercy towards us. We thank and praise God for the opportunity to be in the land of the living. For we had fainted unless we believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. There is none like him. Certainly we can search all over and we'll find that there is none like him, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, Jesus the Christ. We thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing. We want you to know that in addition to being on Blog Talk Radio, we're also syndicated on Apple iTunes, on Spotify, and on Google Play. And so that means that immediately following this episode, you can listen on all of those platforms. Uh, we would like to for you to connect with Global Gospel on social media. We have a Facebook page. We have a Twitter page, page, and we have a Tumblr page. And if you go to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, or our Tumblr page, there's a direct link to each and every episode. We also have an Instagram page, uh, but there is no link on our Instagram page, but you can look there for all 
notifications of upcoming shows and previous shows. We want to shout out today our sponsors, just a few of them. Shout out today to Grandma Etta's Quilting. Shout out to Third Lounge. Shout out to Melanated Beards. Shout out to MPT Enterprises and Enterprise. And shout out to the Nationwide Black Family Mediation Services. We would also uh, like to shout out our listening audience. Shout out to the Townsend family, the Norman family, the Stevenson family, the Bradley family. Shout out to the Jones family. Shout out to the Park family, the Anders family, the Fell family, the Walker family, the McCoy family, the Allen family, the Cox family, the Furman family, the Fells family, the Brown family, the Thompson family the Washington family, the Johnson family, the Locke family, the Bradell family, the Wilson family, the Odom family, the Carter family, and shout out to the Brooks family as well. And certainly to all of those uh, that I did not call, shout out to New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Maryland, Delaware, Virginia, Washington, D.C., North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, California. Canada, Mexico, Jamaica, West Indies, Suriname, Brazil, Uruguay, Argentina. Uh, shout out to Portugal, Spain, France, the United Kingdom, Sweden, the Netherlands, Germany, Switzerland, Italy, Hungary, Ivory, the Ivory Coast, Nigeria, the Republic of the Congo, South Africa, Uganda, Kenya, Ethiopia, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, Australia, the Philippines, Taiwan, Korea, Japan, and all those that I did not call, shout out to you as well. Certainly everybody is somebody. Certainly we want you to write Global Gospel. You can write us at P.O. Box 53. 31 that is in Hempstead, New York, where the zip code is 11550. Our email address is globalgospel17 at gmail.com. Certainly, we are looking to hear from you. Perhaps you have a testimony. Perhaps you are a community activist, a community leader, a motivational speaker. Uh, perhaps you are a minister of the gospel. You are a singer, a musician, an author. Certainly, perhaps you have something positive that you need to share with the world. Certainly, connect with us, and certainly we will be delighted to share with you. For those tuning in for the first time, our theme scripture is 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. And if our gospel is hid, is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. And certainly today we came with the gospel, the good news, the glad tidings, of Jesus Christ and to let you know that yes he was he is and he is to come 
He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the first and the last. And today he's here to touch you, to heal you, to deliver you, to save you, to set you free, to encourage you. For the gospel is the good news and glad tidings of Jesus Christ. And certainly we are not ashamed of the gospel for the power of God unto salvation. And certainly if you're rich, you're poor, you're black, you're white, you're crippled, you're lame, or you're blind, the gospel is here today to heal you, to deliver you, to save you, to set you free. It's comprehensive. If you have a financial need, if you have a spiritual need, if you have an emotional need, we encourage you to seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Certainly, he is one like no other. There's the songwriter said, Miranda Curtis, as we started out the show, said, nobody like you, Lord. And certainly there is none like him. Certainly, we thank you for sharing with Global Gospel again on this Saturday afternoon. We are going to... Your name on high, be lifted high. Come on, say. Jesus, we lift your name on high. Your name on high, be lifted high. Hey, Jesus, we lift your name on high. Woo! Hey, lift it up. Jesus, we lift your name on high. Oh, here we go.
right, certainly may be lifted high in all the earth. Certainly we are back, and we hope that someone has joined you, your family, your friends, your neighbors have joined you. Uh, we are going to share briefly a scripture with you today, the gospel according to St. John, chapter 6, St. John, chapter 6. And we are going to read verses 1 through 15. St. John chapter 6, verses 1 through 15 is where you can find us on today. Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, that is the Sea of Tiberias, and a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the miraculous signs he had performed on the sick. Then Jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover feast was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked asked this only to test him, for he he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, Not buy enough bread for each one to have Simon, Peter's brother, spoke up. Here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, have the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, and the men sat down, about 5,000 of them. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled the 12 baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. After the people saw the miraculous sign that Jesus did, they began to say, Surely this is the prophet who is to come into the world. Jesus, knowing that they intended to come and make him king by force, withdrew again to a mountain by himself. My faith looks up to you.
I wanna be 
my faith looks up to thee, thou Lamb of Calvary, Savior divine. Now hear me while I pray. Take all my sins away. Let me from this day be holy thine. Gracious God, our Father, we thank you for your love and kindness. We thank you for thy tender mercy. We thank you for your word, for your words. They are spirit and they are life. We thank you, God, that you sent your word and they were healed, God. And so today we pray that many are touched, healed, delivered, saved, and set free by your word, by your power divine, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable unto you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. As you have read, the topic for today says feast or famine. And certainly, as we said earlier, we are now approaching the holiday season, and people are buying food, people are cooking food, people are giving away food. And it seems like this particular time where people can starve all year long, they can be without food all year long, they can not know where to get food from all year long. But this time of year seems to be an abundance of food. I mean, there is more food than people can eat. There's more food than people can distribute. There's more food than you can plan to have. And so we are acquainted with this season where there's much food, there's still much famine. And certainly where there is much love, there is still much hatred. And where there is much Jesus and much God, certainly the enemy is still busy. And so as we highlight the good days of the season, we know that this season also experiences some trouble. During this season, there is some heartache, some headache, some loss. We know that people still visit the hospital in this season. People still die in this season, that the season does not stop anything from happening. And so it may be feast for some and famine for others. It may be famine for some and feast for others. But the one thing that remains constant is that whatever situation you're in, Paul said, whatever state I'm in, I learned therewith to be content. Why could would Paul be able to be content whatever situation he was in, whether he was up or whether he was down or if he was in perils or if he was in shipwreck? or whatever the case was, because of his faith. And so faith makes the difference whether you're in feast or famine. There's a lot of cooking shows on TV, and there's the cooking network, the food network, and certainly there's Chopped, and there's, um, there's young people cooking, there's older people cooking, there's amateur people cooking, there's people barbecuing, there's people that can't cook at all. And certainly as we look through TikTok and we look through the reels, it seems like more people are cooking than ever before. Everybody has a recipe for turkey. Everybody has a recipe for dressing or stuffing. Everybody thinks that their way is the right way. They think their food is the best food. They think they're the best host. They think they're the best server. They think they're the best cook, they, the best baker. But there is something that I learned as I watched one of the shows, the name escapes me right now, but uh, while in the midst of cooking, the people that are in charge of the particular competition, 
competition sometimes bring out uh, what is a secret ingredient or a surprise ingredient. And I came to let you know that whatever you is mixing in your life today, whatever is mixing in your finances, in your mind, in your soul, in your spirit, that the secret ingredient is faith. I came to let you know that the main ingredient is faith. And certainly all that you do must be done in faith, and certainly whatever you do must be done in love and with love because faith and love makes the difference. It's why the hymn writer said, my faith looks up to thee, and certainly my faith is in the Lord. My trust is in the Lord. Some trust in horses and chariots, but I trust in God. Wherever I may be, upon the land or on the sea, come what may, from day to day, my heavenly Father watches over me. I trust in God. And certainly that's where we have to put our faith and trust in this season in life. Certainly as we read the scripture, we know that there was a crowd following Jesus as it had followed him so many times before. And certainly we know that this is the miracle of the feeding of the 5,000. And it is recorded in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And so I'm going to read. I read John's, um, John's, the gospel according to John about it. But I want to read Matthew chapter 14. Sometimes it's good to read a uh, different version. Verse 13, when Jesus heard what had happened, he withdrew by boat privately to a solitary place. Hearing of this, the crowds followed him on foot from the towns. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed the sick. As evening approached, the disciples came to him and said, this is a remote place and it's already getting late. Send the crowds away so they can go to the village and buy themselves some food. Jesus replied, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. We have here only five loaves of bread and two fish, they answered. Bring them here to me, he said. And he directed the people to sit down on the grass, taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven. He gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples, and the disciples gave them to the people. They all ate and were satisfied, and the disciples picked up 12 baskets full of pieces that were left over. The number of those eight was about 5,000 men besides women and children. And certainly as we study and go further, we find out that this was the lunch of a lad. Certainly, um, the disciples wanted to send the people away because, once again, they had missed the message of Jesus. They did not see the impending feast. All they saw was the lack or what we could consider a lack thereof would be famine. And certainly, I'm so glad that when man sees famine, God sees feast. And so what did Jesus say? He said, listen, what you have, bring them to me. And so Jesus thanked his father. And we sit down 
And we learn from a very young age when we sit down to the table to give thanks. Uh, God is good. God is great. And we thank him for this food. Amen. And certainly I can remember even in elementary school, in public school, when, you know, we're not really supposed to pray in school. But listen, the teachers there in that public school, there in Hempstead, Long Island, New York, in what is called the Heights, the teachers there and the principal came in the lunchroom with us and we said grace at lunchtime before we ate our food. And certainly we were thankful. And so here it is, Jesus himself, he's lifting up what he has and he looked up towards heaven and he gave thanks and he broke the bread. Uh, Jesus is very familiar with the bread for he is the bread of life. And certainly this is uh, just telling us or foreshadowing us to us that his body would be broken for us. And so then he gave thanks and he, after Jesus got the bread, he gave the bread to the disciples and the disciples gave it to the people. And so if we will look at the order of the cooking world, you have a head chef and a sous chef. And then uh, all those operations in the kitchen make good for your service. See, uh, you don't realize what goes on in the kitchen. All you are concerned about is what happens at the table. And certainly I came to let you know on today that God meets your need at the table. The main ingredient here, the secret ingredient uh, that the disciples were not exercising at that time was their faith. And I believe the songwriter, I think it was Mr. Clean, he said, little becomes much when you place it in the master's hand. Uh, and certainly little, it was two fish, five loaves of bread, but it was in the master's hand. And so that's what we need to learn today, that whatever we have, we need to put it in the master's hand, knowing that God will multiply. God adds and he multiplies. The devil divides and he subtracts. God is a simple math lesson. And certainly if you can understand multiplication and division, then you can understand God and you can understand Satan. Uh, even the, uh, we know that a house divided against itself cannot stand. Certainly, but we know that God makes all things new. God is the head of everything we do. Certainly, he is the head of this feast. He's the head chef here, and he is passing out blessings to the people. And certainly, they were there together, and certainly, it was an opportunity for ministry. And so, we have to be careful in this season when everybody is worried about what I'm buying, the gifts that I'm buying for me and mine, the food that I'm cooking for me and mine, make sure that you don't miss your opportunity for ministry. Make sure you don't miss the opportunity to give to those that are less fortunate. Make sure you don't miss an opportunity to exercise your faith because we are living in the day of feast or famine. And certainly, uh, 
We know as we look towards the Middle East, there's so much going on. I saw a, a disturbing video of a a man, and he had two sons, and one son was laying there dead on in the uh, hospital or whatever kind of situation they had. And they were crying, and they were screaming and trying to wake him up, and he was not coming back in this life. He was not. He was not moving. His body was lifeless, and it was disturbing. And so many disturbing things are going on in the world. But that's why we have to put everything in the master's hand. Don't be distracted. But you see, the disciples were distracted. They got distracted a lot. They had Jesus with him, and they were still distracted. It's just like us. People go to church. They pray. They fast. They sing. But they're still distracted by what they see. Distractions will impair your faith vision. And certainly we're distracted by what we can see instead of putting faith in what we cannot see. And so today, just be encouraged. Know that whether it's feast or famine, know today that the main ingredient is faith. And that God is in control And he's working it out Whatever the situation is May look like famine But God's working it out for you Stay tuned God's got it all
God's got it all in control. He put that blessed reassurance way down in my soul. Pastor Shirley Caesar, God's got it all in control. Certainly we started out today with Miranda Curtis, nobody, and certainly um, we heard from uh, Pastor Kim Burrell, my faith looks up to thee. And certainly we are grateful uh, to God that we are able to share this moment with you, Feast of Famine. Listen, remember to keep the faith throughout this season, through the ups, the downs, through the good, through the bad, and the ugly. Uh, certainly we're just going to let play a little bit of James Hall. God is in control, and then we'll be back with our closing prayer and closing song. God is in control.
is in control. Certainly keep reminding yourself that uh, as you go through the day and as you go through the week that, listen, God is in control. And people may pretend and act like they have everything under control and they have it all under wraps and they decide who does this and who does that. But uh, certainly that is not the case only God is in control. He has all power in his hand. Again, we thank you for sharing with Global Gospel today. We encourage you to read the feeding of the 5,000 in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Read all three versions and certainly uh, ask God to give you uh, revelation as it pertains to your life. Remember, we're here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio. We're syndicated on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Like us, share us, leave us a comment, send us an email, let us know that you're listening. Gracious God, our Father, we thank you today for your loving kindness. We thank you for your tender mercy. We thank you for the opportunity to share your word through a song and through spoken word and through music. We pray that everyone that is listening, God, that they uh, that you meet their need on today, God, whether it's salvation, whether it's healing or deliverance, God, we know that uh, we can cast our cares on you, knowing that you care for us, knowing that you're touched by the feeling of our infirmities, God, knowing that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God, you deliver us out of them all, God. And so we ask you continue to send strength to the body, strength to the mind, strength to the soul, strength to the spirit. Oh, God, remember those. Remember those that are incarcerated, God. Remember those that are sick, crippled, lame. Remember those that are bound. Remember those that are dealing with God. Just remember everybody but suicidal and depressed, God. Let them know that you came in that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And so we thank you for life. We thank you for all things. Have your way in our lives. God, let your be done. Use us for your glory, for your honor, and your praise, God. And be careful to let the world know it's only you that can do it. You that can feed the 5,000. You that can feed the multitude. You that can lift heaven. You that can the bondage. You that can forgive for sin. We thank you, God, for who you are and what you are to us. This is our prayer in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Always remember Jesus. Always keep him on your mind. God bless you.
It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.